Hey, this is Luke Baker, and you're listening to the Tea Talks Podcast. I gather people in my living room and have my friends give short talks on anything they find interesting. We sip on tea, eat Pop-Tarts, and cultivate a community of curiosity. These are those talks recorded live in my living room with my friends. Hope you enjoy. Um, and have something to do with your hands if you're awkward. Have a drink to hold or play with your necklace. The internet actually told me that if you play with your necklace, it shows attention to your collarbones, which are hot. So, <laughs> you know, there you go. I've always been fascinated by this idea that societies tend to swing like a pendulum. We sway from extremes to extremes. There are so many examples of this, but perhaps the greatest current one is how we moved from President Obama to President Trump. I'm not sure you can make up two completely different types of people. And there's a whole science behind this theory, but that's for another episode. For now, I think this pandemic is playing with the pendulum. With many industries on one end of the extreme of being shut down, I'm predicting those very same industries will swing quicker to the other side of success, more so than we have ever seen in our lifetime. Breweries will be flooded with people, restaurants will be booked for days, we'll travel more miles to stay anywhere but our home, churches will be more full than usual, and there will be a record-breaking amount of dates. Yes, dates. With people sheltering in their homes, the decrease of meeting new people with the months of pondering our lives and the hope of the new will create a rapid response of people just going for it. So, to help you prepare for the pendulum swing, I want to share with you a talk by Kara Grace Hildebrand from earlier this year. In this hilariously insightful talk, Care Grace helps us explore the art of flirting. So grab your quarantine, sit back, take notes, and equip yourself for the day we're free to date. Hey, I'm Care Grace. Um, It is an honor to be here because the whole reason that I actually wrote this, um, independently of this, was because uh, a coworker came to a tea talk and then we had lunch the next day and then he talked about it and we had the conversation, if you had to talk about something, what would you talk about? And I had actually been thinking in previous months about how I kept hearing these similar things from my friends about how they'd say, I don't know how to play with guys. Uh, I am really bad at this. You could do that, but I couldn't do that because I don't know what I'm doing. And I remember thinking that I felt like flirting is something that was really teachable. And so I was like, you know what? This sounds weird, but I think I would talk about flirting because I think I have a few things that I, like people would enjoy hearing and knowing. So um, I have 10 different uh, parts of this talk that I'm going to go into. So the I'm just going to read them off to you. The first one is why. And then I go into, um, which I kind of just talked about a little bit, and then the theory confidence, body language, touching, (laughs) conversation, texting, pulling the trigger, how to know when to initiate, um, and then how to tell if he's not into you, thoughts from boys, and find your unique style. (laughs) So originally, yes, this was kind of aimed for girls, and I was going to talk about this just solely to women, but um, here I am, and I think everyone can learn from it. So um, yeah, I think uh, it should be fun. So next slide. Okay, yeah, so why? I heard a lot of quotes like this. I can't flirt. I don't know how to flirt with boys. I'm just not a flirty person. Um, You could do that, but I don't know how. And then also uh, this general thought of like, oh, I don't want to do that because then he'll think that like I'm into him and I don't want him to think that um, because you don't know. And then I'm here to say that I think flirting is teachable. I used to be someone um, that was very afraid of guys ever thinking that I was into them. I lived with a friend for a summer and um, she was a great person, really awesome, and I think over the summer she had like five different guys confess their love for her and it was incredible, it was insane. Um, And she kind of introduced me to this different opinion about flirting and 
it kind of changed my perspective and I think that my experience with it changed a lot and I feel like there are a lot of different results from changing a few ideas that you have about it. So also I'm not maybe the expert, but I did talk to a lot of people. So this isn't just my opinions, this is opinions of a lot of people. And then I also made sure I'm telling you the right things. I talked to a lot of boys about this and got their thoughts and opinions. So <laughs> um, hopefully it's accurate. Um, and then also my last thing is a note on meeting people. I feel like you just have to know this. I have a lot of friends where they want this information and then they don't actively put themselves out there in life and they don't, they just go to work and they go home and they stick with their friends they've known for 10 years and they don't meet anyone. And you um, can do nothing with this information if you don't meet anyone. So that's, you know, just grain of salt. Keep that in mind. <laughs> um, okay, next slide. So the first thing is my overarching theory on this. This is just big picture stuff. Um, one of the biggest things that you should know that I think is that guys are 100% more likely to ask someone out if um, they feel or have this slight feeling that you're interested in them. And that doesn't sound crazy, that sounds pretty obvious, but um, it's uh, like one of the most important things you should know. So you have to be comfortable in letting them know. And that's honestly what my friend that had every boy fall in love with her, um, <laughs> she was often saying, oh, what? sorry, I'm 30, but like they have, I have to let them know somehow. So, um, you know, boys are people too. Obviously, I feel like every boy hopefully in this room <laughs> resonates with that <laughs> and agrees. <laughs> um, uh, also, one of the big things is uh, a lot of girls, I think, subliminally think or have fear about guys thinking that you're interested in them. And um, if you think like that, then there's a lot of fear going forward and you're not going to be open and comfortable and confident. And if you change your perspective on that, I think a lot more good things can come from it. Um, because if you think if he thinks that you like him, like what's the worst thing that can come from that, honestly? So uh, also big thing. This is very important. Um, uh, a lot of these tips, you could say that you could do them, but then um, maybe uh, you become like too flirty and people are like, that's just a really flirty person. So something really important about flirting is you want to make this person feel like they're the most important person in the room and um, you're giving them more attention than you're giving anyone else. So like take these things and don't do it like to everyone because then you just, it's a lot of work and no gain. <laughs> um, and then my last thing is uh, flirting ethics is that um, I'm not like trying to create a bunch of monsters and so like please be careful and um, you know don't lead guys on for attention just because you can um, now. So just, <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. Um, okay, next slide. Okay, confidence. This is the most important thing, I think. I keep saying that, um, but confidence really is just um, huge for me because confidence is the most attractive quality that you can possibly have. So if you're looking for a guy that's confident, like I think that he is also equally looking for someone that is also confident and comfortable in who they are. And if, you're think, if you think that you're an amazing person and you're really funny and you're really great, um, you should show that and you should know that and you should rem remind yourself of that. Um, and so also you're going to feel better always shooting your shot versus wondering what would happen if you did. So, you know, be confident. <laughs> um, and then one of the things people ask is like, well, what do I do like practically to be more confident? This might, some people might like this, but others might not. But I think consistent exercise is really good for your brain and it's going to make you a more confident and comfortable person. If you're pushing yourself and be like becoming stronger, then you're going to feel more confident. Um, that's a practical tip. <laughs> and then also listening to Lizzo, I think is really important. <laughs> I think she is the epitome of confidence. And if you need to know what a confident person sounds like, you just listen to her songs and you remember. So next slide. <laughs> okay, body language. This is really important. Oh shoot, I keep saying that. 
Um, I think this is the easiest thing that you can do to show interest. It doesn't take a lot of effort, and it's just think about it um, before you go somewhere. Think about being really open in your stance. Um, make people feel invited and comfortable. So something I like to do is um, if you're talking to someone and you want to make them feel like you're in inviting them in so you can make a space for them, if you're talking to someone, like if you're talking here, you want their attention, um, you want them to know that you want to be talking to them, you like make a space for them to come in and come closer. Um, I think that's also just works for any person that you want to be friends with. You want to make them feel invited and open and like you're um, making them feel welcome. Some things that are important are not looking at your phone because that's such a turn off and you feel like you're super ignored when that happens, even if it's important. Eye contact is really important. Um, I like to raise my eyebrows when people are talking <laughs> to show that I'm listening, not constantly. Immediately when I say that, everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I think every once in a while to make sure if you're not talking back, you know, you can raise your eyebrows to show you're listening and you're engaged in the conversation. And then, of course, you should laugh if they're funny and um, share that with your body language. Um, and have something to do with your hands if you're awkward. Have a drink to hold or play with your necklace. The internet actually told me that if you play with your necklace, it shows attention to your collarbones, which are hot. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, <laughs> there you go. Um, and um, also, like, if your hands are on the hips, it's a power stance, so um, be confident. And then my last thing is also if you whisper to them, <laughs> it sounds so weird, but maybe, you know, if someone's talking and, and you want to form a bond with that person, scooch closer, whisper, and then that's, you know, if you have this bond, you have secrets, it's, it's hot. Uh, <laughs> it's body language, there you go. Um, next slide. Touching. I think this is, you know, the next uh, sort of thing that goes with body language, I guess. <laughs> and uh, something you should do is you should be able to sit uh, close enough to where you could, like, touch them a little bit, but not too much where you're, like, actually, like, holding on to them because it's <laughs> creepy. But, like, if your knee is, like, slightly touching theirs, like, that's huge. <laughs> and then uh, I used to have a friend that was very touchy, and one time I asked him about it, and I was like, why are you like this? And he said that when you're touching someone, you have their attention. And so I think about that, and um, when you're talking to someone, and you, maybe you're interested in someone, you want to talk to them, you can grab their arm when you're initiating a thought. And I think that guys always really catch that, um, because I think that they notice physical touch more than any other form of flirting. So body language is easy, but physical touch is what works 100% of the time. I kind of like to dissect relationships sometimes, and I'll be like, when did you know that I was maybe interested in you? And it's always, um, oh, you hugged me, or you like grabbed my arm when you said this, or like you massaged my shoulder or something <laughs> um, really forward like that. <laughs> uh, and they never miss it, never miss the physical touch, even when I don't remember doing that. <laughs> um, and so I think that it definitely works. So if you're confident, you feel great like grabbing someone's arm when you're talking, like they're not gonna miss it. Um, and then, oh, uh, tip, if you want a reason to sit closer, you could be like, oh, let me show you this thing on my phone, and phone screens are really small, <laughs> so you just have to scoot closer to them, so then you're touching them, ugh, oh, just works, great. <laughs> <laughs> Tips, there you go. <laughs> okay, next. Mm, conversation. Uh, some people have said this should go earlier, but you know what, that's just how this, this talk goes, so conversation. <laughs> I like to, uh, when I'm going some, to an event, I like to have a few stories in my head that I'm ready to talk about because I hate silence and I love talking. Um, but it's actually really helpful, I think, to just go over some things, maybe interesting things that happened in the day so that you're ready to spark a conversation if you want to. Um, 
and you know answer a question specifically don't be broad that makes people think like you're enjoying the conversation and you, and you want to be a part of it and um, I think it's also good to be comfortable complimenting someone um, because who doesn't like that and then also be comfortable maybe making fun of them in not in a mean way but it's it's like you know you're teasing and it's fun and flirty <laughs> um, and then yeah being self-deprecating too I think in conversation makes people really feel comfortable and they feel like you're um, you're not too like uh, I don't know you can you don't take yourself too seriously yeah thank you so um, and then in this talk I have a bunch of conversation starters that I've written down I know it's probably too small for you to read them but I like love conversation starters it's a um, passion of mine so if you <laughs> if you want conversation starters I will email you if you want to come ask me for my email <laughs> yeah so next slide um, texting. I think this is um, the next thing that comes after conversation is you're probably going to leave this person and maybe you got their number or maybe they added you on social media or something but um, naturally normally people will want to follow up with you and text you and so uh, I think there's a few things that you should remember. Uh, an easy way to get a number I learned this from leading Young Life, <laughs> is that uh, if you want to get their number and not be creepy, uh, you could say, hey, or you could talk about an article or some, something off the internet and say, oh, I'll send it to you, what's your number? It's very easy. There you go, tips. This boys and girls, there you go. <laughs> um, and then I think there's nothing wrong with if you talked about something specific, um, maybe you talked about that article or video, and you see something that reminds you of them, that you should be 100% comfortable with texting them saying, hey, thought of you. Um, and or hey I thought this was really interesting and I thought you would enjoy it I think that that there's um, a lot that goes a long way and then uh, if you're interested um, there's that whole concept of he texted me and it took him three hours to respond I should wait six hours I think that's so dumb and I hate that and if you're interested you should act interested period at the end and then some people like to keep conversations going for a long time, some don't, this is up to you. You don't have to do exactly what I say, but if you are one of those people that like to keep like, text conversations going, um, if it's getting really late at night and you're like, I don't wanna end this conversation, but I wanna fall asleep, you don't have to say, hey, I'm going to sleep, cause that's kind of weird. And you can just wait to respond in the morning. That's something one of my friends um, cares about, so she told me that. And then I don't like it when people use emojis. Maybe this is personal, but I think it's, I think it's weird and it's, it's too much, but I love iMessage effects. So if you have an iPhone, <laughs> just realize this is iPhone specific. I think that those are better. Let's stay away from emojis completely, especially the monkey ones with like the eyes. Oh, it's so cringy. Okay. Um, and then also, obviously, text someone the way that you would normally text them. Uh, I hate it when people are like, I sent them three messages and they haven't responded in 30 minutes. If you text in a lot of small messages, keep doing that. Don't think about the fact of how many messages you've sent them. You're, you're worrying about too much. Um, just be yourself. So next slide. Okay, pulling the trigger, how to know when to initiate. So I have learned from friends or personal experience that I think a good way to get the point across is adding them on social media, <laughs> but not the, not the night of, that's a little eager. But if someone adds you on social media the night of, they're super interested. So, you know, keep that in mind. And then, okay, here's my thoughts on this. If you want to respond to their Instagram story, do it. You're a flirty girl. <laughs> if you want to text them something that you think is funny, you should do it. You're a flirty girl. Um, if you want to invite them to something that your friends are doing, don't be nervous. Do it. You're a flirty girl. Um, <laughs> take a chance. What's the worst thing that can happen? Even if they say no, you can at least get a gauge for how they feel about you. You know? So next slide. 
this is how to know when he's not interested in you. So maybe you're texting them and you're a little bit confused because they're not really responding like you thought. This is how you should know. So um, if a guy ever daps you up, I've never been dapped up by a guy that is interested in me. Um, and if a guy treats you like one of his guy friends, I witnessed this, they're not interested in you at all. And you should just, you should keep that in mind. If they're like calling you bro, it's over. And this is the golden rule that I learned from a friend that I think I've never seen be wrong. If a guy likes you, you know. And if you're confused, he doesn't like you. It sounds harsh, but I, 100% back and I think it's true. Okay, so I also, I told you I talked to a lot of guys and I got their opinions on this. So I wanted to share with you some quotes that I thought were interesting from what they had to say. Um, all right, <clears throat> so we'll start with some of the easy quotes here. I think it's really impressive when you have something to say in conversation. Great. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> they said, the other person with them said, yeah, definitely ask thoughtful questions. Great, okay. Um, desperation is unattractive. Great, good to know. Um, this one said, we definitely don't notice anything except touch. Haha, <laughs> I told you. Uh, someone said, this was both incredibly informative and entertaining. Great, that was more for me than for y'all. <laughs> um, uh, someone, oh, one of my things is I say uh, that poking is fun with touch. Um, both in person and on Facebook. And uh, he heard that and he said, I don't like poking um, except on Facebook. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Some people might not be into poking. Um, and then uh, can you put a section in there to tell how when a guy is not interested, which I did, check. Um, someone wanted information on winking. I think winking's kinda hot, so there you go. Uh, someone said, I used to think flirting was a teachable. I thought you were either flirty or you weren't. Um, and then he said, I think you're right. That was also kind of more for me. <laughs> um, uh, one guy said, the movie Hitch taught me how to flirt. Uh, someone said they wanted this but made for guys. It works for everyone now. <laughs> um, uh, okay, and this is another, this was a different thought um, that kind of disagreed with me. So. Uh, Obviously, here's their opinion. They said, hard to, get, or, hard to get can be fun. Something being too easy to get out of the gate is no fun. Scarcity creates demand. And then I said, okay, well, I know your personality. I think that you're a pretty flirty person. So if someone is already a very flirty person, um, they might not want it's too easy to get. So if they're like super already that way, maybe they want hard to get. But I think that's a small percentage of people. But that's, there's the information. Now you know everything. <laughs> um, they also said I would dap up a girl I was willing to date as a joke, so look out. <laughs> um, they said at social events, you should be ready to talk about things you're not interested in. Okay. Um, and then he said, you should add a section on moderation, not texting too much or trying to inundate the person with too much communication. You run the risk of straining to find conversation topics or just fizzling because of overexposure to the person. So, like, chill. <laughs> Don't text too much. But that's also, you know, person to person. Um, okay, and the last slide is finding your unique style. Um, I think the really big picture with this is that you should 100% be yourself. Like you don't wanna get someone to go on a date with you and then you're a completely different person. So really you should just be yourself but the most open and comfortable version of yourself. Be the most inviting um, person, the most engaging. And um, I think that you'll have a lot different results. So there's my whole speech on flirting. I hope you enjoyed it.
Thanks, Carrie Grace. And thank you all for listening to the Tea Talks podcast. Stay tuned for more Tea Talks episodes coming out soon. I hope they can be a simple way for you to let yourself take a break from the long, strange days we're all in together. I can't wait to eventually gather in my living room again for a live Tea Talks. But until then, stay curious, stay safe, and stay home. Mm-hmm.